it was the strongest and deadliest typhoon on record to make landfall in the country. Its intensity resulted in catastrophic damage, proving to be a major setback to the Japanese economy because remember, they were still reeling from the events that closed out World War II. Hi, I'm Chris May, writer, producer, and host of This Day in Weather History, now in its second year from the Weather Network in Canada. In Japan, it was known as the Isewan Typhoon, but here we called it Typhoon Vera, This Day in Weather History. What's in a name? That which we call a rose by any other name would smell as sweet, regardless of what this storm was called. It was an exceptionally intense tropical cyclone that made landfall in Japan on September 26, 1959. Here's how the events of Typhoon Vera played out. September 20th. Vera developed in the open Pacific waters between Guam and Chuuk State, and after staying out westward, changed course slightly to take a more northerly course. It was a named tropical storm the next day. September 23rd. Vera was now entering a rapid period of intensification, reaching its peak maximum sustained winds that would be equivalent to that of a modern-day Category 5 hurricane. September 26th, this day in weather history. Maintaining its powerful strength, Vera made its final approach almost like a commercial airliner. You know when they make that bend to approach the landing? Vera made that final curve and then accelerated like a jet would northward, slamming to landfall on Honshu. But like a rough landing by a plane that bounces in turbulent winds and takes air only to drop again onto the runway, Vera did the same thing suffered turbulent wind patterns that caused the typhoon to briefly skip back out into the Sea of Japan before recurving eastward and moving ashore again to Honshu for a second time. Welcome to year two of this podcast. Right now, you're listening to the full version of today's story on your favorite podcast provider, but there's also the daily podcast video short. They're shot right here in my podcast recording studio, so you get that perspective, but oftentimes they will include visuals from that day's event from when it happened in weather history. So after listening to the full story, go check out the podcast video short on television or online anytime at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weather history. September 27th. Moving over land, we can veer almost immediately and that's normally the case with tropical storms, it then hopped back into the North Pacific Ocean later in the day, transitioning into an extratropical cyclone. And now the aftermath. Japan's disaster management and relief systems were significantly redesigned, rebuilt, and reformed. This storm would set the precedent for how the country would react to events like this in the future, because this was not handled well at all. Well ahead of the storm's approach, rainfall from the storm's outer rain bands began to cause flooding and rising water levels in river basins. At landfall in Honshu, the typhoon brought a strong storm surge that destroyed numerous flood defense systems, inundating coastal regions and sinking ships. Even though Vera was accurately forecast and its track into Japan was well anticipated, there was an overall lack of interest and urgency by local media and therefore, it critically limited the coverage of critical information. This resulted directly in the mismanagement of potential evacuation and disaster mitigation protocols and procedures. And this resulted in a staggering death toll. Although the actual number is still a debate, 
Estimates accepted still today puts the number of claimed souls at over 5,000, making it one of the deadliest typhoons in Japan's history. But it also left close to 39,000 people with critical injuries and rendered 1.5 million people homeless. So relief efforts needed to be swift and sound. Help for the survivors was rallied by both the Japanese and American governments immediately following the dissipation of Typhoon Vera. Damage totals reached $600 million in 1959. That would be equivalent in 2019 to over five and a quarter billion dollars. And it made landfall on September 26, 1959, this day in weather history. Tomorrow is September 27th, and hockey fans will love what's coming up. Who remembers September 27th of 1991? Anyone? LA Kings, New York Rangers, nothing? Caesars Palace? I didn't think so. Hockey in the desert before we were ready for it, perhaps? Ah, now we're on to something. We'll find out what happened and how those who played that day remembered it. And it takes place tomorrow on this day in weather history with me your host chris may